right, Swiss. Nasir, yes. did you bring a car here Hi. that we can hop into yeah. and test oh. drive a little bit? What did we pull up in? The Cadillac truck. <laughs> we'll take anything. Yeah. Well, this is an exciting time. Drive with Swiss is out on Hulu. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank I you. love the father-son duo, and I loved watching you both bond on the show. Yes. yes. Also, I feel like, Swiss, you pick on Nasir a little much. I do. <laughs> it's my therapy to pick on It's not just me. And you do pick on him, too, because I saw when what episode I think it was the first episode when you were trying to spray paint on Swiss yeah. a little bit. You're chasing him. I like those moments. I love yeah. it. So whose idea was this, Swiss? Was this your idea? Because we know you love cars. It was my love, idea. <laughs> my, my, my love for cars started in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. Seeing cars go by, I couldn't afford. That's my car. This is going to be my car. Mm. And then I got um, my Nissan Z300. Uh, twin turbo for like six thousand, and then from there I just became like in love with cars and collecting and winning car shows. And um, then this uh, opportunity came up with Onyx Collective, Hulu, um, Tata J Brown, and um, I was like, man, I would love to do a show about cars, but I want to do it different. I don't, I didn't want it to be like the rapper blinged out uh, mm -hmm. car show, um, which somebody can do. I wanted it to be family oriented. I wanted to touch on travel. I wanted to touch on community and the actual work that goes into these uh, car clubs and car culture and make it uh, educational. Yeah, I learned a lot about cars and I'm not even really into cars. Well, we don't have a car, not a car. So <laughs> let's just start off there. But I just learned so much about like mudding, drifting and just different things that I didn't even know really existed like that. Monster trucks. Yes. I didn't realize like especially when you both were in Houston and realizing that's a thing out there. Monster yeah. Jam, monster trucks, it's huge. Yeah, he's it's becoming a big thing. A big thing. It's a big thing. Soon. But that discovery that you found, were finding that you were getting from the show, that's mm -hmm. exactly, I'm happy to hear you say that because that's exactly what we wanted it to be. We wanted uh, it to be, we wanted to emulate discovery. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Absolutely. And I learned about car culture in general, but clubs yeah. and how community is so important. And again, the first episode really stood out to me because I loved how you brought people from mudding together and, you know, just trying to bring different community communities together. That was a cool moment. Yeah, and letting people know, because people in Houston didn't even know about mudding. Right. See, and so it's like, okay, they knew about slabs and, you know, obviously that's the, the signature. Right. But they didn't know about other things that was happening in their own backyard. And that's why it was important for us to, even in L.A., you know, we didn't highlight low riders. Mm. We highlighted hot rods and um, what's the name of the, the racing? Uh, Baja racing. Mm -hmm. Baja, yeah. And, but when we went to Japan, we highlighted low riders. Right. And so we wanted to, like, switch it oh, up yeah. and, and, and show people um, the different things that they might not know that's right next to them. You actually drove a monster truck. Yes. Was that scary? Was it normal? <laughs> Were you worried? Like, because that's a lot of power, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I had a good, I had a fun time. It wasn't, it wasn't dangerous. We had, and it was, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. For you, maybe. For the rest of us. Because I saw I a Swiss you, standing there looking it was very so worried. so safe. You'd be surprised. Like, it's probably safer than a normal car because of how much straps and right. gear you have oh, on. Oh, okay. It's like very, very um, safe. And then my instructor, Bari, shout out yeah. to Bari. Um, who's a zombie in Monster Jam right now? He was 
such a good teacher. He's very patient. First black monster truck yeah. driver in history. Legend. He um he he was my he was my teacher. So hopefully you'll see me at Monster Jam very soon. Oh. <laughs> do you feel Nasir? Do you feel like this is something you might want to do? Just like get into cars, become a driver, whether it's a monster truck or something else. Yeah, I mean definitely a monster truck above everything else. Wow. Okay, wait, Swiss. Are you worried hearing that? Do you get? No. Nah, because. I know the person that's going to teach him. He's the best in the world. So right. if he's going to do it, he's doing it the right way. Yeah. And, and Whew. like, I picked it up pretty fast. So it was, like, for me, it was easier than driving a normal car. Really? Wh why is that? Because it's, like, a huge toy car. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's just so much power. So much fun. I feel like you did enjoy it. But I did get worried when Bari had the fire suit on right yeah. and i was like wait a minute like fire suit <laughs> you have a fire suit on <laughs> what was i guess your favorite city to go to and learn about the car culture in it i learned something from every city mm -hmm. every place we've been but i would definitely um i would i would say i felt the energy in houston okay um we were all we always usually say japan for the obvious reasons but houston just had like a soul to it that you couldn't escape, mm -hmm. you know. Um, True. And I love the way that when we brought the, both car clubs, the mudders and the and the slabs, and we brought them together and how genuine they was with each other as well. Yeah. You know, like you can feel that. And, you know, we don't see that in our community also. And so to see that side of it beyond the cars, yeah. that, you know, Houston is a special place. Yeah. How yeah. about for you, Nasir, favorite city that you just really enjoyed the car culture in? Mm, I really love Porsche, so Atlanta was mm -hmm. a really good one for me as well. Yeah. Like um, like you said, we learned so many things in each one of the cities, but I like Porsches because of just everyday drive. Like, that's one mm -hmm. of my favorite everyday cars. So it's seeing everyday car. The, <laughs> the, the, Porsche, the Porsche Club was really cool. And the Jeep Club in Atlanta was that's amazing, too. Cool. And I, yeah. I, I lived in Atlanta for a certain amount of time when I was a kid, and he had his time in Atlanta as well. So it was cool to see where he grew up and where he went to school, where he got kicked out of school, too. Oh, and well. Then, and then it was, um, it was just really when cool. When I finished strong. There you go. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yeah, say, I mean, with He went to Harvard, so. Right, yeah, it doesn't right. doesn't really matter, does it? Porsches are only um, stick, right? It's only manual? No. They have automatic ones? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So, Nessa, we'll put that on the bucket list. No, no, no. You could put that on a bucket list. I know how to drive a stick. Do my you? first car hey. was a Honda Civic stick. Really? Yes. It was my brother's hand me down. The two-door. <laughs> wow. Mine and it was green. I and my brother know. taught me. That was, and also I used the car. So, I know how to drive a stick. Wow. wow. Hills? Okay. Was there hills? Of course there were hills. Wow. Damn. Nessa. I, could do, I, took the I took the car to San Francisco to, well, Oakland, because right. I went to school at UC Berkeley. And you know, it's There's all hills, hills, hills in San Francisco. In San, oh, you yeah, don't so want I, a stick in San Francisco. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I drove a stick out there. Okay, wow. right. Well, how was it for you, Nasir? Did your dad do a good job teaching you how to drive stick? We saw it on the episode. How would you rate him as a teacher? <laughs> uh -oh. I think he's impatient. <laughs> impatient. Yeah, mm. but I think only because when it comes to passenger seat driving, like, I'm the worst. He's very patient <laughs> with teaching anything and everything else. Him in the passenger seat is, you just don't. It's just annoying. It's annoying. But but um, I, agree. I thought I think he was a good. I think he was a good teacher. But I think it was more stick. Actually, takes like time to practice the rhythm. Mm. Once you catch the rhythm of it, it's 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 not as hard as you'd think. 
I agree. 100%. I actually encourage people to know how to use stick and drive stick. I think it's important. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 100%. If if you can drive stick, you shouldn't get in no accidents. Hopefully. You really can control the car like of a drop of a dime. Right. Mm -hmm. It forces you also to be paying attention. Right. You can't afford not to be paying attention. You can't be on your phone. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. Because you need to. Yeah. You have to be fully engulfed like while you're driving a stick for sure. The drifters in Tokyo, that's all they were doing. They were using like the (sighs) stick in different (laughs) crazy ways. They were. That was my favorite episode, by the way. Yeah. I think for all, I think for all of us only to see Swiss so terrified. (laughs) I (laughs) literally, I feel like your heart left your body i mean i don't think people understand how fast we was going how and fast was it i couldn't even see oh, that's how gosh. fast we was going and it's like you're in control but you're not in control, oh, we wasn't in control. but you have to let somebody else be in control you of being let it go. not in control you had to let it go because like i said the sure. trees don't move <laughs> and you got to understand this about the show when we pulled up that's when we knew what we was doing <gasps> Right. Oh. Right. So they never showed us this is the track. This is how it's going to be. They said, "Oh, you're going to meet the <laughs> woman champion right. drifter in the world and her teacher, and they have a great story." Okay, let's go. But we don't, you know. And they're like, "Oh no, uh, you guys are getting in too." I was really scared for the both of you, right. and actually, especially when they said that they were going to go through a dangerous part of the course. Remember that right, part? Yeah. And I was like, "Did you know it was dangerous?" The whole thing was dangerous. <laughs> Even when they pulled up and they did that donut around you guys, I was like, oh, my well, gosh, what if the they hit the car? Very, 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 very like, dangerous. Even watching it, it's yes. going slower than we was going. Really? I'm telling you. Man. We was going so fast. <laughs> and mind you, his car was right next to mine. I know. The to drifting to see the cars parallel? Like, I could touch his car. <laughs> That's like, I can go, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the moment you knew that... This is so dangerous that I have to text my wife. Like, this is going to be a real thing if something goes down. Because I started thinking in tens. Mm-hmm. I do this a lot. Like, um, like I could see something and predict the whole thing. I don't know. It comes from the streets. Right? So then that started happening. And I'm looking, and we, we hitting these corners. And I'm seeing this car kind of, like, lose it a little bit. And I was just like, yo, we don't have room for no mistakes. And I was like, okay, I got to call my wife. And she, I'm not even lying, like she made me even more scared. What the hell are you doing that for? Why would you do that? Why are they making you do that? I said, I'm going to call you back. (laughs) (laughs) Which probably made her more worried. Yes. I agree with all of the questioning. Right. I mean, that is terrifying. It's like, what did you sign? Like, why are you doing this? Like, you don't need to do this. I was like, it's all good. It's, all, it's good. all good as you're like, yeah, it's fine. It's so, fine. So would you do it again? I would do it again. Not Oof. not through the mountains. It was I, worth I, I would it. do a track. Okay. See, this was different because we're in the mountains, right. in the hill. Yeah. So imagine being in a forest mm-hmm. and like a road. You there. will fall off essentially the cliff. <laughs> That's um, what I'm trying to say. And they, they were so good at doing it. They knew the track so well that they were doing it at night. Yeah, no, no, yes. no, no, yes. no, no, no. And there was no like. I went for a night drive. I remember like the one of um, the champions, uh, her car, her training car, her lights went off and she was drifting and I was in the car with her and it was with no lights. Stop it. That's how well she knew the track. So you guys went back again. You didn't drift just that one time. No, I, I went like three times. Oh my. The Swiss. same day, the same day. Yeah. 
how's your heart right now as you hear them as you're saying this? I wanted to sleep with my helmet on that night. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. crazy. Right when the car stopped, Swiss, you hopped out the car. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> Jumped out. Because, I, I, you know, my life was in their hands too long. Right. <laughs> like, how to, long was the I had the to get back control. Right. It was probably, like, a total of five minutes. Oh, man. It felt like the longest But you know what I'm saying? Like, they were accelerate the car to the max and they would basically like swerve the car and throw the car and pop the clutch yes and that's how they would drift and they were like they would they were throwing the car because i was a piece of paper in my heart right now i'm just like that's 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 a lot would you ever do it again swiss i would just on a racetrack like you said yeah not in the mountains the mountain was that was different it was for real right you know a racetrack is has barriers you can hit them but the trees don't move. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most unique tradition that you learned related to car culture in whatever city or country that you went to? Um, what I learned was that it's more community than the car. Mm. You know, and you would see these guys really no budget building these cars and engines with sure. their hands. Mm-hmm. And... I'm seeing, like, you know, how much is this going to cost? How long is this going to take? Everything. Just for them to get, like, a $100 trophy. Ooh, And I'm asking myself, you know, why would you do this for a $100 trophy? Then I realized the trophy just uh, was just a signal of that project being done. Because all they're going to do is go start an an entire another project because that's how that community communicated with each other through handiwork, through fixing, through painting the cars. Then I also learned discipline, mm. uh, especially when we was in Japan and I was trying to buy all type of stuff. I was like, I need this car. And like, what is, how much is this? And it, nothing was for sale. Really? Nothing was for sale. And I said, huh. listen, just tell me the number you want for this car. Because it's an old school, so it can't be too crazy. Right. And it was just no price. And it was like, no. And the guy comes up and he says, the reason why. I can't sell you this car because I built it with my hand. It took me 10 years. I said, wow. I love that. It's one of my favorite. It's actually one of the main reasons I love going to Japan. It's my yes. favorite. Because what you just said right now is really a representation of the entire culture. 100%. Right? The attention to details, to pay attention to everything. It's just, it's immaculate. The pride they yeah. take in what they do. It's his favorite place in the world. <gasps> oh. A thousand percent. I'm with you a gazillion I've loved, percent. Like, anime since I was a kid. I love the architecture. I love the clothing. Just the whole culture there. The yeah. food, everything there. Is it's just, amazing, right? You're in a different planet. I've been wanting to live there for such a oh long time. Man, Even if it's six Japan. months. Nasir, I think this is a sign that we need to go out there and live for at least six months to a year. That is a fact. I'm planning on doing it this year. I agree. Hey, I think it's so great. You know almost over. Well, next year. Next year. I'm with you. This year, I'm with you. You see, like, this is... You see that? I saw, exactly like, I saw what, what Dad I mean, trying to do. Like, I saw that. The hate. It's hate. No, it's not hate. It's love, but it's, it's annoying. It's annoying. It's I love it. I mean, speaking of that, how was your guys' bond? Like, how long were you guys filming for, first off? I think about six months. Six really? months? It was that long? Yeah, because we, we, we stopped. We just had breaks, right? Okay. And then did you, like, did you learn anything new about each other in those six months that you guys were together doing dangerous things like drifting? Yeah. I didn't think he had it in him like that (laughs) as far as the speed. Right. You know, I I never, because he's never really been into cars. Mm. His love for cars 
came with this show. Oh. You know, this cool. generation, they're not really into cars like my generation. Well, there generation. are, but I'm, I'm personally, I wasn't prior. Wow. Okay. So well, do you feel like you found just new, I don't know, respect, love for the art of car culture in general in this year? Uh, definitely. Definitely. We we went into everyone's garage, which is like their heart and their soul, essentially, because yeah. they put all of their life force into their craft. And they showed us all of the different things that made them unique. He doesn't know. He doesn't think I had the speed of me because he was never. I had a fast car in Miami, but that was always there. But um, it was like being there uh, on the show, you definitely got to test your nerve. Right. Um, definitely in that way. But, yeah, I definitely learned how to love cars more being on the show. I mean, there's, there's, there's absolutely no way I couldn't have. Right. Because the people were just so phenomenal. They were so dedicated. And you, get, you really get inspired when you see um, people that diligent about their passion. Mm-hmm. And, and and we got to inspire each other and that, that was the whole point of um us meeting them you know it was it was so that we could all inspire each other and that's the point of us in, uh, integrating them with other car cultures to expand the right. car culture in that area was to inspire um inspire each other and i think we did a really good job at that did you both annoy each other at some point during the six months process you know like just regular parent you know, child dynamic. You're just like, okay, I get it. It's my job to annoy him. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's my yeah. job to annoy him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my, my thing was probably yeah, like it's a great job. <laughs> the early mornings, like you know, being on time. Right. Um, yeah, but who's on time now? You are on time, bro. Okay. Let's go. I give okay, you that. then. I give, you that. I give you that. Okay. He's, this press run, he's been Let's on go. point. Right. I have no complaints. But during the show, you know, um, you know, my thing as a father is like, yo, you know, this is a, a great team we have. This is a great network. All eyes are on us. Let's be right. professional as possible. Um, and you can still have fun. And so, like, that's that was me annoying him. Yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest fear and biggest hope for your son? My biggest fear? And hope. Um, that's a good question. My biggest fear for him is... Him not, which I think is impossible, him not live out his his true dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be my biggest fear because he has so much, like, this guy is not regular. Mm. Like, in the world to find out soon, like, his brain is different. His thought process is different. You could tell even the way he's dressing, he's, mm-hmm. he's not with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's amazing, by the way. Right? Like, he yeah. has his own world, his own right. many things. And it would be sad not to see, not for him not to live out these master plans I know he has. Mm. Um, and my biggest hope, you said hope? Yep, and hope. And my biggest hope is that um, he maintains uh, being grounded, mm. you know, in, in the way that he is to others and um, the love that people show him, he, he gives back. Um, I hope that he never changed those great ways. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. And I, you know what, again, this show is not just a car show. It's really about community. It is about building. It's about learning. But just seeing the dynamic between you two, I love it. Thank you. Is this something that was like just non-negotiable for you? Were you just like, no, I want to have my son with me. This show has to be this or I'm not going to do it. I felt like that. Yeah. Because, you know, there was other people that was going to come in as a co-host. Um, mm. On screen, it would have looked great. Sure. But for me, it was about 
how can we have the strongest message? Yeah. You know, I didn't want it to be a celebrity thing. You know, I wanted I wanted the people that we was showcasing for them to be the celebrities. Right. You mm -hmm. know, and I felt that having my son with me gave the balance um, and gave the family aspect, and then we was able to collectively come together and make all those people feel like the superstars that they are yeah. in front of the world. So for me, it, that felt better. It definitely was that. You guys accomplished you. that, for sure. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, so Swiss, what was the first car that you fell in love with and why? Um, Wait, can I, can I yeah, guess? Yeah, of course. Um, was it the... Be good if you know this one. Was it the Countach? Yes. Hey. hey. That's great. I love it. Okay, so tell us why. Do you know the reasoning behind why? I mean, I mean, I could, I could, I think I could recite the whole thing. Okay, recite it, and we'll see. Okay, why, why was it? It's because um, him just growing up in the neighborhood of the Bronx, him seeing like the cars that um, people are driving around in, and um, people saying, "Oh, that's his car. That's his car." Him being inspired to want to work towards getting a car, um, and 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 reach new levels in life. He, I think he he saw that car, and it was definitely something that he he um, he set as a skyscraper for his list for him to conquer. And then he he was able to do that. I'm sure. Swiss, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted, still to this day, things that people don't have. I didn't see a Countach in the hood at all, mm -hmm. but. I seen a Countach on magazines, I seen a Countach on TV shows, and I was like, you know, this thing looks like a spaceship. That's what I want. <laughs> and um, that's why the Countach was special to me. I never got it, by the way. Um, I think that would be so cool. To get the Countach? Yes. I'm in a different space. It, yeah, I was well, I'm, say in, how... I'm in that space. I'll get the Countach But the Countach doesn't, like, the look-wise, like, I would love to have it in the house. Yeah. But not to drive. Okay, yeah. why and why? Because I don't know cars, so why? Like, it's just that the technology wasn't where it needed to be at that time. The steering is heavy, every the car is heavy. You know, getting in and out of it is a pain in the ass. Yeah. But look wise, it just felt amazing back then. Right. Now, so cool. I don't yeah. really do old school cars anymore. I'm not. I'm not a mechanic. <laughs> right. You know, like I'm away too long. When I come back, I want to press a button and go. Yeah. And so. um I gave up most. I gave up my old school cars and. Really. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, I have two here in the city, but the, the technology's kind of good. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like the F40 or the Countach, like yeah. hardcore, yeah, like you know, um, Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. I, I love the way the car looked, but I can, I. I got stuck on the West Side Highway. I remember, <gasps> like, Flex had to come send a truck to get me and stuff. No. I wanted to leave it. And it was, like, on a Friday night, popping, popping West Side Highway. The joint just cuts off, can't start it, can't jump it. And people are driving by talking mess. You spent all that money for the car that don't work? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And wait, you just called Flex and he was able to get it taken care of? Yeah, because I was, like, close to the station and... um. Wow, and I think, and I was just speaking to him <laughs> wow. about the car. I'm like, yo, I got the, I got the Shelby out today. He's like, yo, I want to see it, and so his, his name was on my mind already. Got it. And I, I, I didn't know like no tow companies. I didn't know anything. I was like, I just called like, yo, I need a truck. I'm in the middle of traffic. Yeah. By myself, nobody's <gasps> with me. Friday night. Did people recognize you? 
immediately. They're like yes. Swiss beats. Wait, and yes. a Friday night oh, on Friday the nice. highway. Oh gosh. Friday night. Wait, what era is this? Like, where is like? What year is this? Yeah, yeah. what year? Where Where are we at? Right. This then? is um, this is not long ago. This is oh. Yeah, this is two thousand. We in twenty three now. This had to be like fifteen. Oh, this is oh. not that long ago. No, 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 no. This is Swiss Beats yes. car broken down. Yes, <laughs> yes, Swiss Beats. Oh. yes. Swiss <laughs> Did anyone offer to help you give you a ride or anything? Nah, nope. A couple people was like, "Yo, you need help." This that. Like, That's nice. I'm like I got it. I got it. I, it was super love. Yeah. But it was super embarrassing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and super annoying. Right. <laughs> With your love for cars, did you ever play video games, car racing games at all? I wasn't really big into video games. Okay. I was I was always into music, Got um, DJing and things like that. Um, I had video games, but I wasn't like, per se, these guys, my kids, they, they love video games. I don't know, like I, I was kind of forced to be grown in the Bronx. Mm. Like I, I, my life was moving a little bit faster um, and the, the people around me were older, so they was doing different things. You know, like they was DJing, they was breakdancing, right. and I was the youngest breakdancer in my hood, uh, GTR, Guaranteed to Rock. So I just was around a, a more older environment. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I missed the video game days. So you didn't play like Super Mario Kart? Yeah. Okay, I was like, yeah. that's the only racing anything I ever did right. was played, Super Mario yes. Kart. I played in the, in the corner store, those video games, but I wasn't like a must. Basically... <laughs> <laughs> Our family is really competitive when it comes to games, right? I'm a, I'm a Mortal Kombat person. I like it. Right? I like it. Um, my brother's like a 2K person. Everyone has their specific game. Yeah. My dad is, um, he's pretty good at, actually, now that I think about it, you don't really be playing games with us. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I don't play no games. Super <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart. Do you like Super Mario Kart in a series? I like Super Mario Kart, but I don't like. I'm not like a fanatic of Super Mario. Okay, Kart. but you like it. Like, okay, at least yeah. it's so there. not I like, like it. a family like game. It's, it's not a family it's game. Fun. We're it's not fun. competing. Yeah, it's fun. It's okay, fun. like we play, we play Uno, we play Monopoly, we play ping pong. Nice. Who wins? Yeah, who's the who's like winner? the winner? Winner. I win a lot. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, I win a lot. And, and you guys take one? it easy on and, and most of them. He the wins a lot And Uno. And Uno, Egypt wins Monopoly. Oh. Alicia wins um, backgammon. Backgammon. <laughs> She's the backgammon uh, queen in the house. Yeah. Um, and I just get lucky with things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How has hip-hop influenced your appreciation for cars? Um, hip-hop and cars always been brothers and sisters, you know, um, since, it, since, since day one. Um, because hip-hop comes from the streets. And people that were in the streets, they was getting these cars done up, this, that, and the third, and that transitioned into how people wanted to look, dress, and hip-hop as well. And so I think that um, it's, it's an instrument that's, the car is your instrument mm -hmm. um, in hip-hop, for sure. Every artist I know had to have a car to match their status or their energy mm -hmm. uh, when doing music. And so um, still to this day, yeah, it's a big influence. You know what? And now all makes even more sense understanding your love for cars just in general, but also understanding Rough Riders, yeah. right? Like right. just the whole culture of just riding in general. And yeah. just, it. I don't know why it took me a second for all that to connect, <laughs> but it totally makes sense about that. Yeah. 
That's really, really cool. Yeah. How did that initially, was that, when the name came about, was that just an easy, oh, that goes hand in hand. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to, you know, carry on my back. Um, well, my uncle, Y had a vision for a long time with the bikes. Mm -hmm. um, so the Rough Rider bike um, chapters was way before you guys heard music from us at Rough Riders. The music was kind of the transition from the street uh, into the industry and, and to do things a little more positively. Right. Um, based on my grandfather having concerns, you know, he's the imam, you know, our family helped build, well, built Moss Number 7, and they're doing a lot of positive things in the hood. And here are my uncles <laughs> going against that. And so they had a meeting, and um, my grandfather wanted them to either move out of the city. Wow. Or do something positive. And, uh, wow. and they chose to do music. That's amazing. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. A lot of people, this is the first time. Wow. That <laughs> is cool. And I don't know, it just it gives a different level of appreciation to really understand the backstory on that. Nasir, when you were growing up, did you realize, like, I mean, I know he's your dad to you, but, like, when did you realize, if at any point, oh, this is Swiss Beats, this guy who's worked with, you know, icons, he himself is an icon. When did you realize that? Well, all, first of all, all of my friends at school, we'd always, we'd always be singing his songs. I was, like, his biggest fan. Oh, uh, I still am. And I feel like I didn't really grasp that concept until I was like 15, like 14 type thing, like mm -hmm. eighth grade mm -hmm. or, or seventh grade when I really started seeing like just like the levels of where of how um, globally known and, and respected he was, you know, I, I think. Uh, even now to this day, like the amount of people that I meet that haven't, that he's inspired is really, it's just, it's just impressive. You know, he truly does um, deserve all the accolades that he that's gets right. on a, on a daily basis. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That is a really cool moment. And Swiss, you know that, that you definitely deserve all the flowers. You've done Thank so you. much. You continue to do so much. Thank you. And, you know, it's funny, I was reading up, you had told Billboard that you feel like your music is the only thing in life that doesn't represent where you are today. And, you know, you've accomplished so much and you're not satisfied at all. This is what you're saying in this quote. <laughs> How are you not satisfied? Multi-platinum Grammy Award winning producer who's done it time and time and time again. What else is left for you at this point? Um, a lot. Okay. Um, a lot. Okay. Because, you know, you can be comfortable. Sure. Or you can keep pushing, pushing the envelope, you know. Um, and I feel that music and creativity has no age. Mm -hmm. You know, nowadays they put a limit on your greatness age-wise. Sure. And when you look back at um, Luther Vandross, James Brown, you know, all these different artists, Al Green, you name it, they had long careers. I mean, Lionel Richie is still touring, mm -hmm. selling out everything. Isn't that beautiful? Amazing. That's right. You know, but it's not being promoted as great, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel that um, the labels put this in place because when you get to a certain age, they can't take advantage of you no more. Oh, right? right? They can take advantage of the kids. 
but they can't take advantage of what we did 10 contracts mm-hmm. i'm gonna eventually understand the, the business of that so so that's a headache mm-hmm. and so i feel like um me personally i've traveled the world i have so many different sides of music that i would love to share with the culture and you know i've been put in a box to just do this particular sound that i started with like yo i need this i need this and so everything else i feel advanced in my life except for my music and i'm i'm ready to change that like starting now and and bring people into my world of where it's at now musically not with the nostalgia of rough riders and what i was doing you know as young swiss beats i want people to hear and understand like where i'm at with it now today but it's going to take people mind to be open well we're waiting for it by the way we're open we're here for it what do you ultimately want your legacy to be um i want my my legacy to be a capsule of information that you can keep passing down Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah and i feel like you do that with everything whether it's music whether it's this show i mean that is what everything you do right for the most part right try do you have i'm sure you enjoy life in different ways right vacation just things for you oh hell yeah okay (laughs) i have a good time i'm not gonna lie about that i have because that's a part of it you know like my whole motto um is live on vacation and go to work Ooh, that's a great model. We all need this. Let's go. Because I watch watch so many of my older pairs start trying to live life at 70, and they dressing like this at 70. I don't want to dress like this at 70. I want to be fly at 70. (laughs) Right, I I don't want to act like, you know, I'm younger than I am. I want to embrace my age. Mm -hmm. And I just actually spoke to Pharrell about this. I was like, yo, you know, people don't know that embracing your age is actually special being okay with getting more wisdom oh yes wiser yes um i think it's fly it's a blessing really yeah to be able to wake up and know that okay i have more wisdom more experience and i can pass it on and share this information i agree 100 percent. yeah i wanted to ask you this so we had a fun moment with irv Gotti a couple years yeah, ago <laughs> and he shared this story about being in the studio with dmx recording what's my name and he said in the beginning of the song where x is yelling you think it's a game and he goes off a bit irv said that x was actually yelling at him because he didn't like irv's energy were you in studio that day no oh, oh man but <laughs> I could see X giving Irv the business, <laughs> for sure. Because it just depends on his yeah. mood. And X had a great relationship with him, so he's going to extra give it to him. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Obviously, we all miss X. What would you say is one of your most memorable moments recording with X? So many moments. Yeah. Countless moments with the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when we did Flesh in My Blood, Flesh in My Flesh, Blood in My Blood, it was the first time that we traveled together, mm. got out of New York City. We was in Miami, the Hit Factory, when it first opened. And it just felt like, it felt like we made it. Like, I remember we rented some cars, and the weather was good. It was just a whole different scenery. And we, he wanted to come in the studio early. You know, he was working out. He was playing basketball. I think that was, like, the best time that we had making a project. Um, there was no pressure mm. and then it also had like the right people around. It wasn't just access for anybody because 
you know, our doors are open for everybody at the studio, so right. all type of energies was able to come in. Right. But this, at the when we was in Miami, um, you couldn't just pop up on us, mm -hmm. and I think that X focus. It was the most I've seen him focus, right. and it was the most one of the most times I've seen him free, yeah. um, with no worries. So that, I think that was like the best time. Mm. I don't know if you you know know this. I hope you do, but you do such a great job honoring and celebrating X. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I know as fans, For sure, how much we appreciate that and love it. We never had the honor to ever meet X. It was just wow. one of the things right. we really, really, oh, really man. never met X. No. Never. Both of y'all? Never. Never did. You would have lit this room up. Man, that's like when I look back, I'm like, man, there's a few people I wish like I was around for, like, obviously Tupac, but yeah, we I were kids. Like, we were children, right? Yeah, I, didn't meet, I didn't meet Pac. You didn't meet Pac, right? X is someone for us, like, we grew up listening to, and it's just like, man, that's a big reason why we got into music, man. right? Mm -hmm. And doing mm -hmm. radio and hoping we could come across all the icons and stars. But thank you for always honoring X. And we appreciate you so much. And I just... I love everything you're doing right now. And I love that, you know, doing a TV show, hosting was a little bit different. But you did good, Swiss. You and Nasir, you guys did that right yeah. there. Yeah, I commend you guys for this work. Yeah, it <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you that right now. Thank you. Like, yeah. voiceovers. And oh, yeah. Like, whoa. Like, that's a whole nother industry. Right, right. I heard the VO work. I yeah. heard it. I was like, let's go, Swiss. You did good. He worked hard on that. Let me tell you something. I know. I could tell. Like, really, sure. That was really the hardest hard. thing I've done in many years. Because, like, you know, you don't have the tone of voice on a piece of paper. Right. Right. Like, I had a great coach. Right. It's the only way I got through it. Yeah, that's awesome. But my respect for the voiceover people out there. Oh, yeah. Is it's different. serious. Yeah. Well, is there going to be a season two for Drive with um, Swiss? If he want to do it. If they oh, want to do it. Oh, come on. If y'all want it to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> and wait, I think there should be spinoffs. I think, yeah. Swiss, you could do spinoffs. I mean, look, I'm sure you could do yachts boats like whatever but you guys can probably do different spinoffs in this airplanes like, yeah. and jetpacks because <laughs> i oh no we got crazy crazy stuff lined yeah up. yeah yeah like i would be this is just the intro i don't want to spoil it but we've definitely been brainstorming about taking it to a whole different faster bigger crazier just more epic epic dynamic like you guys really... are going to the moon aren't you yeah that's, yeah. Going that's actually space. we've yeah. been talking about that Nasir, this, Nasir, you need to hang out with us. We're going to outer okay. space. This is amazing. But you know what? I love how Nasir's excited about right. faster, bigger, everything. And I don't know how Swiss <laughs> is feeling right now. That's, He's like, yeah. That's the point. Like, it's supposed to, like, that That balance is why it's so fun. Yeah. Look, look I would love a season two, but I'm not going to lie. I love the break. <laughs> I, love, I, I love this downtime I'm going to have after this. Yeah. Because this was, this was, you know, people think that, Things are easy. Oh. Like, yeah. that schedule it's yeah. is serious. Oh, yeah, the schedules are long. Because of her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 5 a.m. all right. week. 5 a.m.? 5 a.m. Are you a morning person? No. Are you a morning I'm person? Starting my fourth beat at 5 a.m. I literally <laughs> got, this morning I got home from the studio at 5. I had to wake up at 8. We left the hotel at 8.30. And you were on time. Look at that. Look at this. This is great. Yeah, but I could tell he's sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got to work all day and He's all doing night. great, though. Yeah. This is, this is, is awesome. Man. And he we'll is. be waiting for season two. I'm excited right. to see where this goes. And great show. You Thank guys you. did good. You, you did really, really so good. Thank Especially you. for people who aren't into cars. cars. 
I wanted to watch it because of the experience. That's the key. That you right. both were having. And I just enjoy the dynamic. I love it. Thank you. I because it's it. important. There's many shows that's just about cars. Right. Oh, yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. But that, that, that pie is already taken. Right. Yeah. You know, we wanted to create a new pie. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we're here for it. More pie. Yes, more pie. <laughs> Bring a car next you time. I'm kidding. To steal the pie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I didn't double think that. I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both for taking the time, stopping by, and having this conversation. Swiss, it's always an honor. Yeah, Nasir, I'm looking forward to everything you're working on. Hey. Like I, I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah, he got thank an you. album coming. He got a lot of stuff. See, if he was more awake. Getting into these things. Well, I was, I was going to wanna... say that before you interrupted me. I have this album coming out in January called Note Fury. That mm. I'm working on for like two and a half years. And yeah, you guys, I want to I wanna come back and play it for you. Yeah, please. Absolutely. And what's the sound behind it? What can we expect on this? It's, it's very radical. Mm -hmm. It's very groundbreaking. Like it's, it's like a mix of hip hop, classical, rock and roll, and like... Almost like a sweater weather neighborhood type vibe Ooh. too. Ooh, I like it. I love that. Cool. I told you he's not regular. <laughs> sweater weather what? I sweater weather neighborhood <laughs> vibe. Did you hear kitchen? She's like, yeah. I was ready. I'm yeah. like, is, I like is that. it gloomy sweater weather? I'm ready. Yeah. What color sweater? Yeah, what kind of sweater? Sweater is weather sweater? is a song, Dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, do you run the songs by your dad, or would you rather not have his input? No, I, I love I love his input. Oh, that's he, good. He gives very great input. Um. But I definitely, I hoard them for a while. Sure. I enjoy them, and then I play them for everyone else. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to come back. You said yeah. January? Yeah. I'm We're going to hold you to it this yes. year. Don't, don't okay. skip out on us. His publicist is right there. There you go. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, so please stop by. But I am looking forward to it. Anything oh, else so that you're working on? Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to working with a couple of big studios to finished flushing out my anime that I've been writing for Let's like go. six years Fun. called the 13th month. You guys are the first to hear it. Like I'm talking about it here and um, man, it's just like, that's, that's like a super, super huge project that we've been working on. And that's serious. You know how amazing it would be Nasir if you can have a premiere for your anime in Japan. Whoa. 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 That's why I'm telling you, I'm going to go stay out there and study out there for like six yes. months. Yes. And the show you're going to see, this guy's name is Arthel, and he has his own studio in Japan. No um, it's like the first black anime studio in Japan, period. Like, he went and, like, just figured out the codes to life out there. Wow. Yeah, I want to cool. go study under him. Oh, my goodness. You have to do this. A thousand percent. And what about your sword making? Yeah, but, like, I, I, I got I to go do that in the, in the right way. The sword. I want to go like, sword forge making. a sword and make an album at the same time in Japan. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. You bought a sword when we were in I Japan. I did. Nasir, we have a lot in common. Absolutely. <laughs> I did. I did hey. buy a sword in Japan. It's special. I love Japan. So I, I'm excited. You're going to do all of these things, and I can't wait to talk about it. Right. This yeah. is really cool. You're, you're a true creative. Wow. Sorry, Swiss. You Thank are, you. too. Don't no, I, you. You're all right. You. You're all right. You're all right. I agree with you. <laughs> Like right now, I'm I'm designing this head tattoo Ooh. for my dad, for it to go like back and all the way around, like a, like a crown on his head. You got you got to see it. A tattoo? It's You're not gonna sick. do it, Swiss. I think you should take. Yes, if he's creating this tattoo, you have to get it. Isn't that the highest? Isn't that the highest honor? Right, you like art. Yeah, you like art, right? You love art. Love art. Wait, this is the highest. I'll have Kahende Wiley do it and everything. There you go. This is the highest, literally, honor that a parent can receive. Their child making something. More ink. 
Yeah, it's, more. I, yeah. I mean, they're making it for you. It's a gift, and he already has my face on his body. Yeah, I do. so like you know, I was just trying to help it, like just like balance it out on my head. Cherry, uh, yeah, on your head, like boom, like right here. But it's here. a crown. I get it. Yeah, I'm not mad. What's <laughs> his face? I'm designing. I'm team Nasir all day in this. Yes. Jeez. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> a lot of great projects coming up. <laughs> What's your Instagram? Where can people find you and follow you and just be a part they of everything? Follow me you do? at Note Marcato. N O T E M A R C A T O. That's my Instagram. Is Note Marcato. Awesome. Right. That's hard. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for being here today. And it's classic New York right now, yeah. right? Classic. Well, thank you both so much. Yeah, they're already thank coming you. for me for this tattoo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs>